welcome to the vlogging pod. Um, I don't see that we're completely live yet, but on on YouTube, we'll get there. Um, so let me go ahead and do this. Yay! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the vlogging pod. Tonight we are joined by barrel racing author Caitlin Denman. Let me hit that cheer bit again. <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. How are you doing today? I'm good. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's always something. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, I don't know why the YouTube is not going. There we go. Now we're going. Now we're streaming. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, so I want to take a moment and walk back in time. Do you want to go take a walk with me for just a little bit? I don't know. It's pretty scary back there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I promise I won't make it too scary. I promise. <laughs> um, so let's walk back to 2018. We won't make it a long trip, okay? Um, okay, okay, good. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> we set my timer there. Um, so I want to take back to a time where you dream about a story. I don't want you to tell us too much because I don't want you to give me away the story, but I would like for you to tell me a little bit about the dream, okay? Okay. Um, so it was the weirdest thing. Uh, you know, usually most people have a dream one night and then that's it. You don't really, it, it doesn't continue on. You know what I mean? Right. And um, this particular dream continued on for like four nights. And I would get bits and pieces of my book in each, each dream. Oh, wow. So, um, and that had never happened to me before. So I figured that I needed to write this story. And um, I was actually able to remember everything after those four days, which never happens for me. I never remember my dreams. Wow. So for four days, you had the same dream. Or it, did, it, yeah, did it continue it was like, from where it left off, or did it just repeat? Yeah, it would pick up from, like, the night before. Huh. Okay, so without telling us too much about the story that it, that it came from, can you tell us a little bit how the, sto how the dream went? So there's um, a character. I ended up calling her Atina, um, and she starts out as kind of, post-apocalyptic mm -hmm. it's um in uh like when railroads are coming across america that kind of timeline but in a separate world <laughs> okay um and atina grows up in a town one of the last towns um inhabited by humans um fairies have taken over the world um, and she's the town's hunter. She brings in meat for the whole town. And it's her story of how she finds out, um, that a creature, the soulless, which are basically like zombies, uh -huh. are real. And all of the, um, scary bedtime stories that she was told as a child are real. And that 
she eventually finds out about her past and um i'm trying not to give away too much um <laughs> i know <laughs> okay so let's, let's not give away stuff let, let me tell you is there anything in the dream that didn't make it in the book actually no, I think I've hit on almost everything. Oh, okay. I can't think of <laughs> All right, one well, thing don't, that hasn't made it in Don't the say book. too much because I, I don't take it away from the rest of the questions I have lined up for you. Um, and I don't want to. I don't want to dump it all in one one question. So, let's touch base to the debut book, your very first, and okay. that for, that came from the dream, um, and that one is, I believe, she. She awakens. awakens. Yes. Okay. I was making sure. So check out my notes, but I've also got you up on Amazon. So I wanted <laughs> to make sure that I had the right order. Um, so tell me about that. And then then I want to know where the series went to where we go. She, she rises and she conquers. So tell me a little bit about She Awakens. Well, without giving away too much, She Awakens is basically setting up the world you meet Atina and her world and the people that she um, interacts with on a daily basis. And um, I like to think you really get to feel her betrayal and learning what, how, what happened before she was born and um, really who her mother is. Because in the beginning, she just has her father. She doesn't have her mother. Her mother's not part of the picture. Later on in the book, she figures out who her mother is, and it kind of changes her entire life. Oh. Okay. So, um, let me read the bio. Would you mind? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, okay, first, she awakens. We have, in this young adult page turner, Atina finds herself in an unlikely predicament. When it is uncovered, the normal human existence she thought she lived is turned upside down. Finding out she's half fae not only confounds her, but in a time where the brutal fae run the world, she is suddenly tasked with bringing the fae and humans together. With the help of her trusty and somewhat snarky steed raven, Atina sets out on a mission to save the human race from extinction. As she continues on her mission, she discovers powers beyond her wildest dreams. In a world where it's tricky to discern who's good and where the evil really lies, Atina finds herself in one predicament after another, not knowing who to trust except for Raven. As her journey unfolds, her strength and her will are tested. Will she ever be strong enough to bridge the gap between these two worlds? Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so now I know you have She Rises and She Conquers. Now, is the series complete or do you see it going further or do you see that you're going to um, start a series that branches off from this? So um, this is going to be a four book series. Ooh, four books. Um, the third book is coming out on Tuesday. Okay. Um, the fourth book, I'm already halfway through. I've already nice. written half of it. <laughs> you are on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, somewhere down the line, I might do a prequel for the story. But I'm not planning on doing that anytime soon. Okay. Um, 
the prequel would be based around um, Atina's father and mother and their story. Okay. Now, um, She Awakens came out in 2021, and you've put two more books out since then? Yes. Wow. Yes. So I did two books so... in my first year, and then um, this is the third coming out. Okay, so now we're not really looking at a novella, or are we? Is this a novella? No, it's it's a full length novel. Full length novel. Um, okay. It's, yeah, it's it's a shorter novel. I think that one is two hundred sixty thousand words. Okay, I was trying to configure two hundred forty four pages. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's sixty three thousand words or something like okay. that. Okay. Well, okay. And they've progressively okay. gotten bigger. <laughs> <laughs> usually happens i i knew i do know that um my my first book was a call out from um from a publishing company and that was only oh like fifteen thousand words and the next the next series the next book which i was just playing at the very beginning became 20 and then 30 and then i put them all then the next one was 40 and then there's another one after that and i just shammed them all in one big book <laughs> so yeah yeah i understand that yeah. I understand that. So the first one, the first one I think was 63,000. Okay. The the fourth one that I'm halfway through is like 54,000 already. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now I hear that okay, so let so the audience knows if for those who don't see it in the bio, um you write young adult fantasy with um Yes. Okay. But Book three is like new adult. Okay, new. It's adult. definitely not young adult. Okay, new. Adult. We 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 progressed. Her character has progressed. Okay, all right, well, that makes sense. Um, and I hear, uh, the genre of your process, like, is you like to you really like to write out. You get your frustration, your stressful moments when you write. You get that all out of your system. So it's what therapeutic for you. Yes, very much nice. so. And when did you recognize that in yourself? Uh, I feel like it was while writing the second book. Because the second book is really hard. She goes through a lot of really traumatic things. Uh -huh. I mean, part of the last part of the first book starts her traumatic journey. And the beginning of the second book is like kind of a, a closure okay. of her traumatic experience. And then she has to deal with all that trauma. Is there any bit of the dramatic you can tell us without giving too much away? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say somebody that she loves dies. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, that's not too much because there's a few. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a few that she loves. There's a few that she loves. There's right. not... Well, you know, when we're yeah. young, there usually is a few. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, some of them are fictional enough for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk a minute about Faye um, and their magic. Tell me, now, let's go beyond what the basic draw is for writing about Faye or wanting to read about it. Tell me what draws you into it that makes you maybe different than someone else who's drawn to Faye. I don't know. I mean, just the thought of somebody so perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When right? You... I mean, somebody that draws everyone into them. 
I guess just even more their personality of like nothing can touch me. Okay, okay, let me ask you this then. Um, because if you're anything like me, you've watched some movies with some Faye in it, right? Oh, of course. Okay, so when you say they're perfect, tell me what movie so we can picture what your vision of Faye perfection is. Oh my gosh, see, I'm a terrible movie person. <laughs> Especially when I'm put on the spot, like my boyfriend will tell you, like I, I read way more mo- than I watch movies, like okay. way more. <laughs> um. Now I can I think. think. I can't think of anything. I'm on the spot. <laughs> I can think of some elven characters. Um, does that kind of help? Uh, nope, nope, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. About how about Lord of the Rings? Let me give you a movie. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Um, don't ask me names though. You know, cutie. Um, yeah, I can't think of his name right off the top of my tip of my tongue, but he was also in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. yes. And with... he was in um the prequel movies too. All right. Somebody tell me somebody character. tell me in a message on the bottom of the screen here. Tell me who we're talking about. If you know if you know. Um oh, someone wants me to ask you about black and white movies. Do you watch Yeah, that's my boyfriend. Thanks, oh, babe. Hi, Mr. Smith. <laughs> she should have said she should have gave she should have said, Well, my favorite vision of Elvin would be my husband. No, I'm sorry, your boyfriend. I don't want to pick, put you up there too quick on that. Your boyfriend, yeah. Mr. Smith, yeah. Um, so well, that, that's who the the main awesome male character is based off of. So. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's too late, right, Mr. Smith? It's too late. It's too late. We're, it's you know, it's too late for that. Um, so <laughs> let's talk survival, okay? Um, okay. I I get the sense there's a lot of that in your books. Um, a lot of kicking yeah. and fighting. So tell me where that stems from and your knowledge based on that. Oh, actually, actually, I did karate as a kid. Okay. Um, and I got to junior black belt and that was because I was under 18. Unless you're over 18, you can't actually be like a true black belt. Um, so actually in the third book, there is actually she she trains with someone named Alistair and he teaches her moves on like how to get away from an opponent. Okay. And they're real life, like you can use these in a situation. Nice. So cool. So you you basically used everything that you've learned all the time and put that into the books, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I know when I write, I actually would sit there and like move my body in weird ways and <laughs> see what would actually right uh... to, see, to see if that <laughs> writing it that way would actually work in real life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so with karate and various fighting classes, let's talk horse riding, barrel racing, oh. breakaway roping, mounted shooting. Tell me where all this comes from. <laughs> Um, well, I, I didn't actually grow up with horses. I'm from Southern California. And when you think of Southern California, you don't think of horses, right? Um, but when I was 12, um, we got our first horse and I fell in love with horses and I just, I try everything. (laughs) (laughs) 
what they call a jack of all trades that's yes. me with horses i've trained horses um like you said barrel racing team roping breakaway roping um mounted shooting um i was on the rodeo team in college uh that was that was an experience so are you still in california i am still in california okay and your parents didn't do the horse the riding no my mom does the riding with oh, me oh okay cool was this something you guys started off together in um kind of yeah she got her so the first horse we ever got was her horse okay and then um we eventually got my horse and then i was able to ride with her and do all of that Actually, that is like a really big thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that you guys did that so much. Now, how much of the writing and all that the horses are in the books? Tell me what part oh, of that. One, one of the main characters is a horse. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I got that part. But like, okay, and it does talk to her, yes? Yes. Okay, okay, I got that. I so got there, there's fey animals in this, and the fey animals are bigger or stronger or faster than regular ones right. like there's a there's an owl named hazel and she's bigger than other owls um raven is faster than regular horses um right like i was that. just gonna say the steed is named raven but you beat me to it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's right it's your book that's okay um so you have you have a lot of of fake characters coming into the book. Tell me how, what kind of research you did to get to that. Tell me about how, I mean, like you go to the library, the internet, just from your imagination. Tell me where that stems. I think that's from um, all of the above. Um, I mean, I feel like before you become a writer, you have to read tons and tons and tons of books. And not even just only in the genre that you want to right like does right. that make sense like oh, you have to yes um there used to be and i can't remember the original person i'm you know i'm not very good being put on the spot either but um most people say read 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 write 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 because you grow the more that you read and the more you take in and, and generally it's a passionate reader that ends up becoming a writer yes right right yes so yes. tell me the your go-to as far as what really pulled you in as your research for the Fae. Oh, God, fairy books in general. Like, um, I, I hate to sound generic, but Sarah <laughs> J. Mass. Okay. Well, actually, we had, didn't we have Sarah on the program, uh, Vixen? Tell me in the messenger. I believe we had Sarah, but I'm not sure if that's the exact Sarah. Ah, too many names, too many names. But I did have um, a Sarah on, and her. My go-to's are always Elise Kova and uh, Emma Craddett. Ham. Love Emma Ham. Okay, Sarah M. Craddett is who we had on the show. Thank you, thank you, Vixen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was an awesome writer. If you haven't check her out, she is pretty good. Um, yeah, so awesome. you refer to one book. Um, Tell me about the book that you referred to. Tell me what was the biggest um, momental thing that drawed you to the fate within that book. Um, so my favorite, 
I'm so generic. I'm such a generic <laughs> No, you're reader. not. No, you're not. I didn't even know who the one Sarah you're talking about. So keep going. You're not generic. <laughs> so my favorite book is of Mist and Fury, A Court of Mist and Fury. Okay. And of course, like everyone, I love um, Recent. He's amazing. And I love that dark, dark-haired, deep kind of stand backish type character who's really hard on the outside and then on the inside he's just this big goofball okay i um, go ahead no no go ahead no no go ahead because i'm still looking for what i was going to say <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> um but i feel like a lot of the fey books out there have a character like that and okay. it just seems like it happens over and over, but I love it, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> well, let me tell you a Faye series that I absolutely adore. Have you ever heard of the October Day series? I feel like I have, but not for, like, a really long time. Fantastic. There is some new ones coming out in the series, but fantastic. So if you ever wanted to dive deeper into some more Faye stuff, there is a good one. It, of course. Oh, there goes my timer. Hold on. Let me stop that. Um, so with our last minute of our 20 minutes, I have one final question. Are you okay with that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, as my last question for the evening, let me ask, as a vocarious reader, tell the world. Now, don't tell them as a writer. Okay, <laughs> I want to hear it. You're making me nervous here. Okay, tell the world. <laughs> well, not the whole world, just little listeners, you know. Um, but at last check, we had over 500, but that, don't worry about that. <laughs> Holy moly, okay. And and over 1,200 downloads, but don't let that worry Holy moly. <laughs> now I'm trying not to do, at all. now I'm trying to make you like a horror movie. <laughs> But no, as my last question, now remember, we want, I want your answer as a reader, not a writer. Um, okay, tell reader. the world as a reader, um, what in writing would you want to see? Now, as a reader, not as your own books, but as a reader, tell me what you want to read, what you want to see in, in your books. Not your books, books you're going to read. read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Okay. Okay. Are you talking about like tropes or are you talking about like tell me what characters you or... Yeah, tell me what you're looking for in the next book. What you want to read, not as a writer, but what you want to read in the next book. Tell me. Like the fourth book or the third no, book? No, 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 no. Not your books. The next book that you want to not pick my up, books. not your books. The next book you want to <laughs> pick up and read. I'm not going to give it to you easy. Come on. So, okay, I'm on this horrible, okay, I'm on this horrible, spicy romance kick ah. lately. I mean, it, it, it's terrible. I'm all about the smut lately. My boyfriend <laughs> just went to boot camp. He's in school right now. It's been a long time, guys. <laughs> it's a clean show. So, it's a clean show. <laughs> I, Okay, it's clean show. Clean show. But I'm into spicy, spicy books right now. Okay. Um, 
honestly, I don't care. I like shifters. I like fae. I like elves. I like all of, like, the fairy stuff. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, like, um, fairy tales. I cannot get enough of fairy tale books, especially when they change it into a mythical character. Mm. Or all the characters are mythical characters. Mm-hmm. Um, dark not too dark because I'm kind of a big baby <laughs> <laughs> I like a little dark right I get just you. like a little shadow of dark yeah <laughs> um, and I always love a strong heroine strong heroines are my thing okay. I love seeing reading uh kick butt woman yes See, I like that too. I like kick butt women, and I like the leading character to typically be a woman. But no, I'm not opposed to reading about a man either if it's well written and it really pulls me yeah. in into the character. I just have a have a hard time finding a well written book about a male character. Oh, they're out there. I could give you a list. Okay, okay. <laughs> I that I can't find one because like. I would write one, but I feel like I'm not a dude, so I can't write. I, I wouldn't know their motivations. You know what I mean? Right. Um, there are some awesome ones. I love Audibles. It's my passion right now. Um, so I really love on that type of line. I want to thank you so much, Caitlin, for being on with us tonight. Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it was a pleasure. Um, I also want to thank our listeners, because without, without you, we wouldn't have a show. We really wouldn't. And we are now verging on being on for a year. And we are, mm-hmm. al- I know, and we are almost booked for, um, for uh, 2022. So we've only got three openings left for the entire year. So wow. I know. So that is just... So much for to be happy for. Um, so I want to thank you guys ever so much. Um, stay tuned to the 16th when we have P.F. Felix on. As for now, good night and have an awesome evening, everyone. Bye-bye for now.